Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, where we focus on Magic Arena. Well, everyone, we've got a solo episode this week. I'm going to talk about a really fun, really dumb deck that I've been playing with. Those are my favorite kinds of decks. Dumb and fun. This is my mono-white Ulamog historic deck. The main idea is to cast one of the four Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hungers, that I've got in the deck. This is a 10 casting cost legendary creature Eldrazi. When you summon it, exile two target permanents. So even if the opponent counters this, it still exiles two of the permanents, including lands. So take that blue mages trying to counter my Ulamog, your two islands are gone. Take that opponent running a bunch of Theros gods, they're exiled. Really epic. Plus, it's indestructible. So if opponent tries to murderous ride it, or despark, or any of these destroy spells, Ulamog is indestructible, so it shrugs it off no problem. And whenever Ulamog attacks, defending player exiles the top 20 cards of their library. The animation on Arena is epic, where you see 20 of their cards just getting exiled every time Ulamog attacks. And even if it gets chumped blocked, because this is a 10-10 without trample, so a land or elf can block it, no problem, you're still going to exile 20 of their cards. And probably after two attacks, the opponent is out of cards, even if they chump block. Yes, the opponent can pacify it, or exile it with Banishing Light or whatever, but guess what? There are four of them in the deck. So how about you summon another Ulamog... Break that prison realm or banishing light or whatever, and you keep one of the Tulamogs, and if that hasn't crushed their will to live, I don't know what will. Okay, the second thing I want to do in this deck is summon Ugin the Spirit Dragon, 8 mana, legendary planeswalker, 7 starting loyalty, plus 2, Ugin deals 3 damage to any target, to one of their mana dorks, to their other planeswalker, or directly to the opponent's face. Minus X. Exile each permanent with converted mana cost of X or less. That's one or more colors. Now this is a board wipe for everything, but guess what? This deck is all colorless, so your stuff will stay intact, and basically everything is going to get exiled. Even even if you have to hit the hard reset of minus 7, everything's going to get exiled of your opponents. At the worst case, you're probably doing minus 6, and you still have a 1 loyalty Ugin that then you'll quickly be able to bring back with the plus 2s. Minus 10, you gain 7 life, draw 7 cards, then put up to 7 permanent cards from your hand onto the battlefield. Beautiful. I've got two of these in the deck simply because I ran out of Mythic Wild Cards to craft the deck, but I'm definitely going to put two more once I get two more Mythic Wild Cards. Next up, we've got little Ugin, Ugin the Ineffable. He cannot be effed with. This is a 6 casting cost, 4 loyalty, legendary planeswalker. Colorless spells you cast cost 2 less to cast. So that is decreasing your Ulamog down to 8, and that is decreasing your big Ugin down to 6. Wonderful. Plus 1. Exile the top card of your library face down and look at it. Create a 2-2 colorless spirit token. When that creature leaves the battlefield, put it into your graveyard. Put the card exiled into your hand. So if they exile it, if they kill it, whatever happens to that poor little spirit, you get your card, you know what's coming, that spirit is holding on to it. Minus three, destroy target permanent, that's one or more colors. So this will kill anything, uh, except artifacts and lands, for minus three, so you can do it right away. So I love 
Ugin the Ineffable because it's got the cost reduction on all of your heavy hitters, plus the other artifacts that make this deck sing. Well, how are we going to get to 6 mana quickly, or 8 mana, or 10 mana quickly? Okay, we've got a lot of mana ramp in the form of artifacts. In the 2-drop, we've got 4 Guardian Idols, 2-mana artifact. I Guardian Idol enters the battlefield tapped. Then you tap it for 1 colorless mana. Then you pay 2, and the Guardian Idol becomes a 2-2 Golem artifact creature until end of turn. So this is protected from removal. It's not a creature until you pay 2, plus it ramps you by 1 mana ahead of the curve. If you've got Ugin the Ineffable out, this is a 0 casting cost artifact. Ooh, that's how it feels like to summon Mox, uh, right? And so with 4 of them, you're ramping fast. Another in the 2-drop is Mindstone. 2 mana, tap it to add 1 colorless. Or, tap it, and 1. Sacrifice this, draw a card. So if you no longer need massive mana, start sacrificing this to draw more cards. So 2 artifacts in the 2-drops to ramp you pretty fast. In the 3-drops, I've got Power Stone Shard. 3 mana, tap it to add 1 colorless for each artifact you control named Power Stone Shard. So all by itself, it gives you one extra mana. You've got two of them on the battlefield. Each of them gives you two mana. You've got all four of them. All four of them each give you four mana, ramping into massive mana. Amazing. Palladium Mirror. Three mana. Tap it to give you two colorless mana. However, it is an artifact creature. It's a mirror. So it is subject to removal. It's a 2-2 blocker in case you need it. But it's uh, it's fragile with removal or other uh, board wipes that deal with creatures. But 3 mana for 2 is too good to pass up. In the 4 drops, I've got the Hedron Archive. 4 mana artifact, tap it to give you 2 colorless. So this is like the mirror, except it's not susceptible to removal. And then later when you don't need any more mana, 2 and tap sacrifice the Hedron to draw 2 cards. So I've had plenty of times where I've had lots of mana, nothing good to cast, sack the Hedron, and then whoops, I actually top deck what I really needed, one of my Ugins or Ulamogs. 24 lands is the mana base, so lots of ramp, lots of artifacts, gets out of hand really fast for the big stuff. Now in the meantime, your opponent's probably going to have creatures, so we've got to have a way to deal with them. Number one, I've got Shatter the Sky. I've got two of them in the deck, and that's because I need two more rare wild cards. Four mana, sorcery. Each player who controls a creature with power four or greater draws a card. So that's not really going to apply to us. But then the next clause, then destroy all creatures. So if your opponent is bringing out a lot of creatures trying to aggro you out, shatter the sky, take care of them. They'll probably rage quit after that. Better yet, for four mana, settle the wreckage. As an instant, exile all attacking creatures target player controls. It does then get give them the ability to go get lands for all of their creatures, which is not great. That's why I might focus on Shatter the Sky more than Settle the Wreckage. But this is another great way to get your opponent to rage quit. Cleansing Nova at 5 mana, Sorcery. Choose one, destroy all creatures, or destroy all artifacts and enchantments. So this modal spell here will let you wreck your opponent's creatures or other shenanigans that they're doing with enchantments and such. It's at 5 mana. And that's the deck. On the one hand, it's very straightforward. It's not a lot of different cards. It's pretty much four of, of all of these. My deck is still going to get tweaked up a little bit. I'm going to add two more Ugins. Probably switch over to four Shatter the Skies instead of the Wreckages. No sideboard because I'm playing it as best of one on the historic queue. 
and it's really epic. I've had battles where my red opponent is aggroing me out, wrecking my life, and then, okay, Shatter the Sky buys me some time, and then Ugin, okay, kill one of their important creatures, or make a spirit, or Ugin the Spirit Dragon, exile all of their stuff. And I've gotten, one time what happened was I was down to one life, my red opponent still had like 15. Little by little, I was whittling them down. And I thought, well, as soon as they get their shock, I'm dead. But they never pulled a shock. And then eventually they conceded because they were just not pulling what they needed. I've had examples where I summon my Ulamog and completely wreck my opponent's mana base. Even if they were holding up a counter spell, I still wrecked two of their lands. They were trying to do some Azorius control and Ulamog was counterspelled, but I got two of their lands, and that really set them back. And it's just so easy to get to those big spells, especially when you get to Little Ugin, and then cast a bunch of zero casting cost mana rocks, or lowering them down to one mana, and you just have so much mana you won't even believe it. The Mind Stone's ability to draw you more cards is nice, then the Hedron can also be cracked to draw you more cards, and the Guardian Idol can, can come to life as a 2-2 attacker to annoy the opponent. So it's a very single-minded, get as much mana as possible, get huge things out there that are hard to interact with, these Planeswalkers, and watch your opponent squirm. Bonus deck, I've also got a mono-green Ulamog deck, historic Ulamog deck. The top ends are still the same thing. Ulamog at 10 mana, Ugin the Spirit Dragon at 8 mana, and Ugin the Ineffable at 6 mana. 24 lands, this time forests. The way we ramp into crazy mana is a little bit different. I still have on the 2 drops, Mind Stone, 4 of those, tap it for 1 colorless. I still have Palladium Mirror at the 3 drop, 2 of them, tap it to give you 2 colorless mana, but it's a creature. But here's where things change. Cultivate. 3 mana, sorcery, 2 and a green. Search your library for up to 2 basic lands, reveal them, put 1 into the battlefield tapped, and the other 2 into your hand, and then shuffle. Okay, that ramps you on turn 3, it gets you your 4th land, plus guarantees another land drop. Omen of the Hunt, 3 mana, enchantment with flash. When Omen of the Hunt enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land, put it into the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle. Later, you can pay three and crack it to scry two to confirm that what you're getting on your next draws is good. Grow from the ashes, three mana, sorcery. Search your library for a basic land, put it into the battlefield. Notice it's not tapped. There's one of the few cards on Arena that lets you go find a card and put it in untapped. So put it into the battlefield untapped and then shuffle. However, it's got kicker. Pay two more mana, so five in total. If the spell was kicked, instead search your library for two basic lands. Put them onto the battlefield untapped, then shuffle. If you play your cards right, you'll be able to cast this for five, play two extra lands on your fifth turn, and then drop one more Mindstone for two more mana. So much mana, so fast. At the four drops, Circuitous Route. Pay four, Sorcery. Search your library for up to two basic lands or gates. Put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. So once again, on turn five, grab two more lands. So much mana. And lastly, Migration Path. Four mana, search your library for up to two basic lands, put them into the battlefield, and shuffle. If at a certain point you don't need this mana ramp anymore, you can cycle it for two, draw another card. So that's the green deck. It is very single-minded into just getting so much mana onto the battlefield and then drawing your big threats. I'm still going to change this deck up a little bit. I've got to put two more Ugin the Spirit Dragons in there. Probably take out two Migration Paths to do that. 
I mentioned Guardian Idol in the other deck. Maybe put those in there instead of the Mirror. Got the Hedron Archives in there as well. There's lots of ways to change it up. I've had fun in this deck as well. I've had several instances where I draw all 24 lands onto the battlefield, and it's just drawing good stuff after that. And playing multiple Ulamogs. You've got one on the battlefield wrecking the opponent, and then you summon another one to exile two more of their permanents and then keep the untapped one. Brutal. And then Ugin the Ineffable helps you decrease the casting cost of those other colorless spells... If you need to wipe the board with Ugin the Spirit Dragon, all your stuff is colorless. So everything gets wiped, but you keep your mirror, you keep your stone. Amazing. This deck is very single-minded, and you'll be in trouble if you get counterspelled. If the opponent realizes your game plan and counterspells your Mind Stone or your Omen of the Hunt, especially your Grow from the Ashes. So that's a, that's a problem, of course. You could draw an opening hand that doesn't have what you need, which is a balance of ramp plus one of your big payoff spells. Although I've played the deck plenty of times where it's just got the ramp and I just wait for the big stuff to happen. It is rolling the die, however, because then your opponent can out-aggro you. And I have noticed with this green deck, it's a little harder to deal with a with an aggro opponent. The mono-white version deals with those aggro opponents with those board wipes. Is there a version in mono-black or mono-green? Or mono blue or mono red? Possibly. I'll keep experimenting. And what about a best of three version of the deck with a sideboard? Not sure what else I could do in the deck, but again, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I've also got a version of this deck as a brawl deck, but I don't get a chance to play it very much because as of this podcast, there's no such thing as permanent historic brawl on arena. Boo. Tweet Wizards of the Coast and let them know, we want Historic Brawl, we want Historic Brawl. After so many amazing jumpstarts were added to the format, it's a shame at the moment that we don't have Historic Brawl 24-7. Anyway, that's this episode for this week. I've got guests lined up for the future episodes where we talk about all things Brawl. Come back for those. If you'd like the deck list on this, if you'd like the desk... If you'd like the deck list, go get it for free off of my Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcompos. Leave a comment there too on how to improve it and such. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you'd like to contribute to all my endeavors, for $1 you, you can pledge to the Patreon and unlock exclusive stuff, such as my other deck techs. At the $2 range, I'll actually mail you some magic cards in appreciation, or simply follow for free on Patreon to be alerted to everything that I do. If you can't pledge at the moment, no worries, simply follow. Then like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff. It really helps, and I appreciate it. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in the arena.